Good morning and welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I am Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Friday, April 15th, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. First, let's start with the newsy stuff because we do want to make sure you know what is going on. Remember earlier this month when I told you the 49ers were interested in pass rusher Kamoko Ture? Well, the good news came down yesterday. The 49ers have signed Kamoko Ture to a one-year contract. In case you need a little refresher, he's coming off a career-high five-and-a-half sacks last year with the Colts. He was a second-round pick in 2019, but he hasn't really been healthy until late last season, and he had a higher pass rush win percentage than Arden Key or Samson Ebukam last season. Ture joins a defensive line group that already consists of 10 players. Bosa, Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, more on him later, Ebukam, Kevin Givens, Charles Amenahu, Maurice Hurst, Kerry Hyder, Jordan Willis, and Hassan Ridgeway. Now, I'm not sure all of those guys are going to make it onto the roster to start the year, especially if we draft someone in the next two weeks, but that is a hell of a group. And no matter who the 49ers end up keeping, that is going to be, again, one of the strongest units on the team. Moving along now, just when you thought, Things were all quiet on the Jimmy Garoppolo front. We got this from Jonathan Alexander, who covers the Panthers for the Charlotte Observer, on the Roar podcast. I do think one of the Panthers quarterbacks, um, when it's all is said and done, is going to be either Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. You know, the reason why the Panthers had this interest in, in Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, too, is because their contracts are not something that they would want to take on. Yeah. And, and it was something they couldn't take on, too. And they were focused on Deshaun Watson. That's at the time. it. Right, but, right. But but the $26.9 million and the $18.9 million from Baker Mayfield, they didn't want to pay that type of contract and Sam Darnold. That was where the disinterest was on the Panthers' side. Yeah. But if that contract comes down, if, if the 49ers or the Browns agree to take on that money or, say, the Browns or the 49ers releases – their quarterbacks and the 49ers would take on $7.5 million in debt money. If they, if they did do that, we're going to get whatever guaranteed he has. But if they did that, then they become a lot more attractive because then you can pay oh, yeah. um, that quarterback. And, and that's why it depends. They have $30 million in, in cap space, even though uh, only uh, 11 million is usable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because they want to save the rest. You got to save for the uh, draft too. I mean, that's part of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's why they've been opening up that cap space to give them room so they can, you know, possibly trade for a quarterback if that's what they want to do. And I think that's what they're going to end up doing. One of those two guys, um, you know, you look at, at Jimmy G, and I think it's reasonable to think that the Panthers would prefer Jimmy G. thought on that is we had Mark Schofield, and he was on my show on Fox, and, and he talked about just look out for Jimmy. And I think you echoed this a little bit because McAdoo's West Coast brand of football short intermediate type of throws, quick reads inside the numbers, processing, like the Bridgewater model, pretty much what you get there. Now, obviously, there's a lot to react to there. Let's start with the most recent stuff first. If the Panthers want a guy to hit short and intermediate passes over the middle of the field, Jimmy G is the QB for them. He's got that quick release, plus a boatload of irrational confidence to let that thing fly right into the teeth of the defense. No worries there. As far as the 49ers being willing to eat a chunk of it, I think they should. 
the point of the deal was to save cap space, right? So if they're not willing to just flat out cut Jimmy, then they should be willing to pay a little bit of his deal to grease the wheels to get him out of town because they'll still end up saving more cap space than they would if Jimmy was on the roster. So it's still worth it to them. Plus, you get all the additional benefits of clearing the deck for Trey Lance, which we've already talked about a million times. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Friday, Cam Inman has a great story about the comeback of Javon Kinlaw after his knee surgery last season. I don't want to spoil everything, but a few highlights. First, Kinlaw has dropped about 20 pounds this offseason, and here's a quote from him in the article. I finally have two legs. I'm blessed. I can't complain one bit. You know what? Before we move on, I'm actually going to throw in another thing for you to read because there were actually two good columns that I noticed yesterday. Tim Kawakami has an article in The Athletic about the worst case scenario for the 49ers involving Debo Samuel, Trey Lance, and Jimmy Garoppolo. And when it comes to Debo, he makes it a point to say that he doesn't think Debo is going to get traded. But when talking about the worst case scenario, he thinks the deadline for a deal with Samuel would be the draft before April 28th. And his argument is basically this. If you're going to trade Debo Samuel, you want to be able to get the picks back for this year because you want to be able to replace him to help Trey Lance. So what Kawakami is basically saying is he doesn't think Debo is going to get traded, but if he is going to get moved, it's going to happen before the draft. So if Debo is on the roster after April 28th, then the Niners are going to get a deal done and you don't have anything to worry about. One thing to watch, Mike McGlinchey is posting workout videos on his Instagram account. And for everyone worrying about his weight, he had a special picture right at the end of the post. You can see those on our at NN Podcast Twitter account. And one thing you may have missed, things are not good between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. The team has reportedly not offered him a new contract since his agent released the world's longest statement a few weeks ago. And his agent has pulled the contract proposal that they made a few weeks ago. So right now, the two sides appear far apart on a deal. Although, to be fair, there is a report from Pro Football Talk that says the Cardinals have promised Murray that they will take care of him this summer. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Friday, everybody, and your weekend. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk on Monday.